name is Faye Soul, and I am the owner and director of Swarm Gallery. The gallery's been open for a little over three years now. The exhibition here is Natural Selection, and it includes the work of Vaughn Bell, Josh Keyes, and Rini Cherrier in the project space. The title for the exhibition came from the evolutionary mechanism, natural selection. The title is also a play on words on the curatorial process of choosing artwork whose content relates to the natural environment. This artist is Josh Keyes. A lot of his work is very um, dioramic, very colorful. He integrates um, a cross-section of a man-made environment with uh, wildlife um, and comments um, politically on the future of the environment with um, sort of a negative progression of global war warming. Um, so the work is somewhat dystopic, but also offers some optimistic and utopian imagery as well. Josh Keyes' work it includes monuments, historical and war memorials, um, that is sort of his political comment on the um, you know, human's impact on the environment. My name is Rini Charrier and the name of the piece is Washed Up. And this is a collection from the Oakland Estuary and it started as uh, wandering around in the neighborhood and noticing uh, how much plastic debris was in the vacant lots nearby. I also noticed the tiny shards and broken plastic that was embedded in the soil as well as being washed up on the shore. And part of the reason for choosing this sort of um, display of it had to do with kind of a vision of a water tower and this being an anti-water tower. Just noticing how much plastic really is being washed into our waterways and then finding out about the gyre current in the North Pacific, which is a giant garbage uh, island kind of dump. Um, and so I had this vision of, of turning it into a kind of tower, but also um, making sure that there was a connection to the water where it came from. So the, the puddle that you see on the ground is actually shooting from the um, Alameda side of the estuary and um, just seeing what is in it without necessarily focusing on the garbage within the water. I'm Vaughn Bell, and um, right now I'm inside this personal biosphere. So I'm basically just smelling the moss and uh, enjoying the dampness. I guess what I'm really interested in is landscape, but not just landscape as a concept that's something in the distance, but uh, as the physical reality that humans are intimately connected to. And I'm interested in the way that the work can sort of um, reinforce that connection or make us aware of that connection in a different way. So um, I have this piece here and several other ones that are sort of a, an intimate experience. And then I also have um, this little piece over here that's personal biospheres that are up for adoption. They're each a little miniature landscape and, and um, you have to take it home with you and sort of monitor it, take care of it, water it. Um, it's a sort of little miniature wilderness that can be carried around in your pocket. Well, it's sort of the micro standing in for the macro in the same way that like a bonsai or a little Japanese garden becomes the representative of a larger landscape. And so I guess I'm interested in that sort of condensation that happens, um, whether it's in this piece or those pieces or some of the other work that's here. It's like the, the big idea of an 
iconic natural place turning into something that we can just hold that's actually smaller than us, that, that kind of, instead of dwarfing us, suddenly we're dwarfing nature. This is sort of another um, kind of a different iteration of this idea of taking an iconic piece of landscape and making it containable. Um, and the work actually started with this idea of surrogate mountain. So, um, you know, I live in Seattle, and in, in Seattle there's this iconic image of Mount Rainier that sort of looms over the city, but you only see it rarely. And even um, when the sun is out, you're, no, you're in an urban environment and you don't really see it. And so it's sort of this sort of mythic presence. Um, so I made this version of Mount Rainier that's on a leash that can be walked around. So it kind of moves around the city, has little wheels. So that kind of just gives you this opportunity to have this mountain suddenly within your control. This mountain that otherwise is this remote, um, very distant and sort of huge object becomes essentially a pet, um, which I find both humorous and a little bit sad. Um, and then this mountain has sort of started to just propagate. So there's like these little um, tiny mountains with legs that are kind of walking off. And then um, these other mountains on perches that are singing to each other. And so the mountain has become this sort of anthropomorphized figure that, that becomes part of the human environment in a different way than it is otherwise. I sort of envision these as something. It's sort of like your mountain that you can have, you know, to listen to in your living room singing to you like, like you have a pet bird or something that's um, suddenly much more manageable than the, the real mountain. Hello, I'm Narankar Glover. I own Rowan Morrison Gallery together with my husband Pete Glover. Um, we're at 40th and Broadway in North Oakland. We are an artist-run exhibition space. We like to focus primarily on giving all of our artists solo shows. We feel it, get, it gives them a chance to realize a full body of work um, in a kind of an emerging space gives them a chance to do something early in their career. I want to be added to the numbers of all of the dozens of artist-run spaces that are in the Bay Area. Um, just to emphasize that we, as artists, also want to add accessibility to the artist community and the community at large. My name is Carl Auger, and this is my new exhibition titled Resound. This is the first group of work I've exhibited in a gallery that's based on found images, almost exclusively, other than one. A lot of my subject matter is actually based on pretty, pretty banal snapshot moments. I needed to seek images outside of my uh, typical vocabulary. Uh, I wanted to push uh, former limitations of my practice uh, using found sources. For instance, I, I take photos in a, a practice space of amplifiers and equipment and th things that you normally associate as you know, on the periphery or you know, so, something that might be normally discarded or not particularly known. I have to start building the image using tools like uh, tools you don't use in painting normally. I, I'll use graphic design measuring tools, uh, rulers, um, carpenter's tools, straight edge tools. A lot of what my work is about is 
um, the act of drawing and the act of removal of the drawing by the act of painting. I, I was influenced by a piece of writing by an architect named Levius Woods. He wrote a piece called Radical, Radical Reconstruction. He talked about radical architecture. And part of it in his writing, I think the one thing that stuck with me that's really become you know, part of my work is the idea of architecture that's built to codify knowledge beyond what people experience on a day-to-day -day basis. A knowledge not really given to uh, the general public, like a, a sacred knowledge held by a few or an elite. What could better represent that than an institution like a bank? And I'm interested in um, the idea of setting out to comment on something is something um, photography does and painting does not. And painting shouldn't, I don't think, for it to be interesting uh, to declare something or, or comment on something. Because whatever, whatever ideas, ideals you hold or, or beliefs, they're, they're going to come through at some point anyways. In that sense, it almost doesn't matter. Um, you could be painting anything. <laughs>